Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. The Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We are just two single girls trying to help you navigate dating well as Christian women. As Bethany mouths my part of the intro. I know, I'm so proud of myself for memorizing it. Yes, I hope y'all, maybe I do that with people's intros. I wonder if our listeners like mouth the intro if they're just like skip, skip, skip till they start talking. Which I won't blame you for (laughs) that either. skip, skip, skip a little more. Yeah, be like, yeah, they're still talking about this question. (laughs) Okay guys, so you might be wondering why we're releasing this episode on a random Friday in the middle of a season break. And that is because we wanted to. Um, We got a really cool new mic and we want to talk on it more. Yes, exactly. And when we were asking for Q&A questions, that's a weird way to say that. We were asking for questions for the Q&A episodes. Uh, We got a couple or a few, I guess I should say, that were more geared towards things about me and Bethany personally. And we realized we did like an introducing us episode at the very beginning, which if you've gone all the way back, God bless you. (laughs) Or if you've been there from the very beginning, thanks for sticking around with us for this long, like a year year and a half. Yeah. Uh, But we hadn't done that in a while. We know that the majority of our listeners have joined since we released that first introductory episode. So we wanted to answer some of these questions and you guys just get a better idea of who you're listening to week to week, find some fun facts out about us and then we will pick back up on Wednesday with another Q&A episode. But we just thought it'd be a fun little bonus to give you guys. Anytime we can give you a bonus, we like to. So, okay. Bethany, you ready? Yes. Let's get into it. Question number one. How did you guys meet? Well, it was one day years ago. I looked across the room and I saw this. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with this. <laughs> So the first, I don't ever remember like the actual day I have no we idea. met, yeah. but the story that I tell is that, um, Bethany was my eighth grade assistant basketball coach. I probably met you when I was in seventh grade cause you would come to mine and I Melanie's would, yeah. games. Um, Melanie being Bethany's younger sister who will be on the podcast next week, making a little yeah. guest cameo appearance. But Melanie and I have been best friends since we were in seventh grade when we met then I'm sure I met Bethany at some point but Bethany and I started interacting more when I was in eighth grade and you coached yes and then we didn't for for a long long time time. because you were Melanie's friend like yes not in a bad way but like well because there's a I was in college and I was doing stuff and because how many there six years between six yeah yeah six and a half years older yeah yeah so there was a substantial yeah. amount of years there for a while and now we're at the point where oh we're all adults now so we yeah, can be friends we can hang out and hang out and yeah so that's how so, we met yeah it's probably been i'd say in the last three four years we've really gotten closer wouldn't you yeah, say because i would say so a little bit before like mel and trey got engaged even yeah i feel like it was right dating. around when they were dating yeah so probably about the four, four of ago. us would do right well it may have honestly been even sooner than that because when think about when we would go to Alabama for the 4th of July <gasps> that's true and Mel and I were still in college that is true we would go we have family that lives in Alabama and they're like the greatest people ever they're so sweet and so we would always the girls and I would always go every 4th of July for a long weekend and Kristen went what two three times mm-hmm. and so we just had the best time but yeah that probably was yeah we so like on it's those road like, trips yeah Aww. like five or six years ago yeah which is crazy that's true that does seem more realistic yeah. but yeah so. and then obviously the last year and a half like <laughs> we see each other all the time <laughs> yes 
So it's great. But yeah. yes, our that's... families have known each other for a really long time now. Yeah, that's well, that's so what crazy. Mel and I realized this past weekend that this year will be our fifteenth friend anniversary. Wow. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we need to do something. She's like, we do. She's like, I'll have a two month old, but we can figure it out. We can do something. Sure. It's fine. <laughs> oh gosh. That's hilarious. Okay. Next question. Yes. Next is question is, do you guys do podcasting full time or do you have full time jobs outside of podcasting? I would say we don't even do podcasting part time. No. Almost. I love that people assume that we do because that really makes flattering. me feel, yes, very good about what we're doing. But no, we do both have full time jobs. Real jobs. Yes. Real <laughs> jobs. We like to call them. Pay the bills. Yeah, for real. I work full time at my church. Mm-hmm. I am... It's a kind of a small-ish church, so there's not, like, a huge staff. So there's, like, four of us on staff, probably. Um, and two of those are pastors. So I do a little bit of everything. Pay the bills. Bethany's, plan like, events. Oz behind the curtain. <laughs> I as don't far know as what like I am. Making everything I'm just a glorified gopher. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Plan events. Find volunteers. Create graphics for things. Create flyers. You handle all, like, the administrative, like... Administrative stuff. Pay all the bills. Yeah. All the, all the hats. All that stuff. All the fun things. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Before that, I worked for a criminal background research company. We did background checks, which that's a shift in careers <laughs> <Wide> there. <left. laughs> yeah. I always joke. People have asked me, like, oh, which do you like better? And I'm like, I love working at the church. I love my old job. I'm like, the sense of humor at my old job was very different <laughs> than oh at a gosh. church because we dealt with criminals all the time that's gotta be so and so i'm like that's where my cynicism comes from <laughs> and now you have your and questions answered people yeah it really does i'm like hi i'm i like to say i'm a realist with a touch of cynicism but kristen's laughing at me <laughs> <sighs> and that's where you just smile and nod <laughs> as a friend i try i'm trying to do better you you've come a long way since okay, we first good. started this i've really been working on it you have okay good and then I, I've got to figure out a shorter way to explain my job because yeah, I switched jobs a few months ago. I, in a nutshell, I'm a marketing project manager and a content creator for a startup marketing firm. Um, but we specifically deal with um, nonprofits or pastors who are starting a broadcast ministry or a content ministry. So that's our little niche, but just a fancy way to say <laughs> I do uh, digital marketing and I write stuff. And I write stuff. So that's that's my job. Do um, you like I'm it? actually I do. And Good. fun fact, I one of the pastors that I work for is starting a podcast. No way. And they want me to do the intros and outros for it because I have experience podcasting and they wanted a girl to do it. So you're gonna like voice over the Uh-huh. Oh how exciting. So I'm recording that tomorrow. Oh, wow. So, yeah. so do you have, like, a script they're yeah, going to give you? Well, I wrote those scripts. Are you serious? Yeah, so I have to, like, practice them tonight and make sure my Southern doesn't show too gonna much. Say, are you going to use your newscaster my, voice? My, yes. Because, well, the guy that is our producer at work used to be on the radio. Yeah. So he has a great voice, and he <laughs> normally does it all. But yeah. then he's like, I think you've got a great voice for it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank, thank you. Because I think, you know. I think I sound a little bit of twang. Yeah. A little twangy sometimes, <laughs> but it's fine. I had at my old job. Talking about having a good voice. I've never, I've always thought my voice sounded like a man voice. We joke about it. But like, I had a client at my old job one time. And I had talked to this this. guy every day for years. Just in a very professional context. And one day, he thought it was a great idea to tell me that he thought I had a really good voice for like a 900 number. (laughs) How do 
What back do you from even that. say to what that? I don't even want to say thank you for that. I, I didn't. I was no, like, I mean, oh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I, I it was the most awkward okay, thing bye, ever. No yeah, transfer to my boss. Click. Yeah, it was horrible. And I'm oh, like, why, why, why do you think we know each other like that? Yeah. Like, what makes you think that's okay? Seriously. So oh, yeah, gosh. fun well, times. Fun times. Okay, so next question: How tall are you guys? I think this is so funny because how would anybody know? Yeah, unless they know us. So I could say I'm five ten, and they'd be like, okay. You'd have to say you're five nine. But yes, still. no, <laughs> no. I am five seven and a quarter. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I'm five six and a half. I tell people I'm five seven though. <laughs> Me too. Because by the time I put shoes on, now yeah. some shoes I can get up six feet, y'all. If I really try hard, <laughs> yeah. I've got some big good heels. Night. And you do your hair tall, yes. you'll be good. Yep, tease my hair. Get a <laughs> that is one thing I really hope. 80s hair never comes back oh, my mom too. and her best friend and i were talking the other day and they're like you know that's the one trend that hasn't come back i'm like please For don't good let reason. it that needs to stay in the past yeah <gasps> yeah i don't Mm-mm. No, just, no. just no no just, just no just no we'll just and i say so- sometimes in the south people try to they try try to bring it back in a uh, there's a difference between volume and like your hair doesn't move when you do <laughs> There's a line. Yes. And 80s hair crossed that line about in the two 80s. miles. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll just leave that in the past. Yeah, let's do. Oh, my gosh. All right. Oh, wow. Next question. That, yeah, that was a quick and easy one. Yes. This one will be fun. Okay. Why do you guys choose to keep your dating life more on the private side? Who? So they picked up on that, did they? They did. <laughs> Apparently so. That is a good question. I don't... Because we want to? Yeah. I <laughs> like, think I'm, I'm being silly. But we honestly talked about we this did. before we even started recording. Mm-hmm. Because we're like, okay, well, if we're going to have a dating podcast, we're going to have to talk about our dating experiences. Oh, absolutely. But we made, like, a pact. We didn't we sign did. it no, or anything. But we, did. but we did. of, like, we're not going to mention any names. Nope. We are not going to... We're going to do our best to describe these past situations so that 99% of people won't know who we're talking well, about. Well, and we have had our friends be like, oh, you talked about such and such. Was that so-and-so? Or mm-hmm. And they've been wrong. It's like, yeah. no, that was someone that, like, they don't even know who yeah. we're talking about a lot of times. One thing that has kind of become a running joke <laughs> is, you know, a lot of times y'all will hear us say, oh, I dated this guy once who blah, blah, blah. Or I talked to a guy who this, that, or the other. And it's funny because... We haven't dated, like, 38 million people. We talk about the same people yes, over and over. We do. And so it's kind of become this running joke of, like... Wow, it sounds like we've dated a lot more yes, than we actually have. We really haven't. That's, I've got a fun bonus question we could oh. throw in. You want to? Yeah, sure. I don't even know what my answer would be. What is something about your dating life that would surprise people? Oh. If we're going to give them a little bit of info. Like, what's hmm. something... Interesting. Um, Ooh, I know what mine will be. Go. Nope, you go first. No, you go first. I'm still thinking. I was 30 before I kissed anyone. Did you know that even? I did. Okay, I thought we had talked about that. I did know that. that. You told me that. So I feel like that's... That's a good fact. Typically surprising, right? I would think so. Um, I went through a five-year span where I didn't have a boyfriend. Oh, Wow. I went on a couple dates here and there, yeah. but between my college boyfriend oh, yeah. and the guy I dated a few years ago, it was a five-year break where I did not have a boyfriend. That's true. Mm-hmm. Wow. That surprised me. Okay, good, great. That's a good one. Great. I'm so glad. So, 
part of, I, when I thought of that a minute ago, I was like, you know what? We're awkward and we're funny. I mean, not hilarious funny. I'm just saying we do goofy things. And I think we've tried to make a point this season or this past season of like, we don't have it all together. We don't have all the answers. We sit here and are like, I don't know what to do just as much as you guys are. But we talk about it a lot more. Like we've thought through things and we talk about stuff, but it doesn't mean we know everything. Yeah. We're still figuring it out too. We are. And while we're figuring it out, we want to be sensitive to the guys we've dated in the past. Yes. I'm sorry. Or, I totally no, derailed the no, direction of fine. my question. You're totally fine. No, that was a good little bonus question. Okay. And we were, we don't talk about it when we're dating somebody at the time because we have Correct. navigated that. Like when we were both dating guys back over last, last summer, year. we didn't talk about it until it was over. That was a very conscious, yeah. thought out decision. And I mean, if you went on our Instagram, at least mine. Yeah. You could have figured it out, probably. Yeah. But I wasn't, I yeah, didn't want to talk about it. the relationship I was in in the moment because I don't feel like that's fair to whoever I'm dating. It's not, and then talking about like, okay, past guys, it's not fair to them to now we're going to go get on the airwaves and just air their dirty laundry. That's a very immature way of doing things, I think. And so we're not going to be petty about that. We're going to take the lessons we learned and kind of talk about the context of what we took from that, what we learned from that, what other people can learn from that. But it's never meant to be, a, oh, we're going to bash these guys that we've dated. We've laughed about things here and there, but like, we're not going to sit around and just bash them. But then, yeah, like someone current, they didn't sign up to be on this podcast. We did. And so as you're getting to know someone, <laughs> that's been the hardest thing is been, been like, when do you tell a guy that you have a podcast. They think it's really awesome that you have a podcast when you first tell them. They're like, ooh, what's it about? And you're like, well, <laughs> we talk about dating, but don't worry, you're don't not on it. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be on there, I promise. Um, that's Unless not, you want to be. Sure. And we've offered, we've extended that invitation before, but that's not something that they signed up for. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be respectful of their privacy and then if and when they would like to be on there, whether it's them talking or us talking about them, we want that to be their own informed decision. Agreed. Yes. I think Bethany and I both decided like we probably wouldn't talk about a guy we were with real time on here yeah. until we were engaged. I, and I still agree with that. I, I don't. Yeah. I would feel good about that. Yeah. Of like, okay. Probably going to stick. <laughs> yeah. Clearly headed in a good direction. Yeah. And he has signed up to commit the rest of his life to me. So podcast is kind of part of that yep. so then now we can kind of you know yeah then we can go from there but i think there, it's, but that's kind of what our thinking was yeah don't want to be hasty just want to be yeah considerate of everyone's privacy and keep private lives private this is not yes. meant to be some gossipy thing. no so and we're not trying to be secretive about it either oh no so that's kind of why we wanted to address this question is it's very intentional yes because we've been asked several times uh-huh. about this before yeah, so. definitely so okay Moving right along here. Next question. What is your favorite social media outlet? Instagram. I would agree. Except when it comes to trying to find people. I promise I'm not creepy because that sounds terrifying. But when you're trying to like find information about someone or look somebody up, Instagram is not helpful. It's not. I go to Facebook for that. Oh, absolutely. I just, as far as like the one I like to use the most, yes. definitely Instagram. I like taking pictures. We all know that. I, mm-hmm. I like photography i mean 
with my phone. Yes. Nothing fancy. <laughs> um, but I, it's funny, like probably five or six years ago, I never used Instagram. It was once in a blue moon and it was these over filtered, horrible things. But then I signed up for this app. It's called chat books. And this is not sponsored. I just love them. Um, it's an app you sync to your Instagram and then every 60 photos you post on Instagram, they automatically print you a book of the pictures with your captions and send it to you. It's like $8 shipped to your house, I think, maybe 10 And so it's basically like a scrapbook of your life. I have a stack of probably like 25 of these books. I just passed 1,000 posts on Instagram. Oh my gosh. So I have a ton of these books. And so it's a great way to keep up with all the fun things you do without having to actually scrapbook your life. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever I signed up for that, it kind of took off as That's far as like great idea. posting things. So Instagram is definitely my favorite. Yeah. I do like Instagram. I I like to post to it more and I check it more often. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't love about Instagram is with my blog, it's easier for me to share my blogging and my writing on Facebook and to get it exposed to more people Yeah, because I don't have 10,000 followers and can't do the whole like swipe up to read my newest post. You used to be able to and then they changed it. Really? Because when I first started blogging for the first few months they let you swipe up now. And people abused it I bet. I guess so yeah and so now it's you have to have 10,000 followers. Yeah I wish they they let let you if it were like a legit business page mm-hmm. like for the podcast yeah. like it's we're obviously like a legit right like we're not using it for yes spamming people or whatever right. then they would let you put you through an application process yeah, i don't know something. but then like yeah let you then have the swipe up okay I agree. Yes. enough about swiping yes. up and we're bitter about it but it's <laughs> yes instagram is the way to go is yes. basically what we're saying so okay we love instagram how long have you been on facebook though When did you get on Facebook? I was allowed to get a Facebook (laughs) for my 15th birthday. It was my birthday present. No. Yes. Because I had been wanting one so bad and my mom told me when I turned, like, I literally opened a present that said, you can get a Facebook. You're kidding me. And I got a Facebook. Cheapest birthday ever. Yes. I mean, that wasn't my own present. I know, but. Yes. I was so excited. So 11, almost 12 years. That's funny. I am like a old Facebook person. Like Ooh. I was probably oh I want to say oh five because when I signed up for Facebook, okay. you still had to have a dot edu email address. Oh my god! Because gosh, it was only it was college. For college. Yeah. I, so yeah, you that could only have the dot edu. So I, re- I mean, talk timeline here. I remember when they created the other Facebook for high school people. And so I had a college Facebook and I had a high school Facebook because I still had friends who were in high school who couldn't, like, be on the other Facebook. So I had two for a while. I didn't know there were two of them. Yeah. Oh, my god. Yeah. And then, oh, man, I've lived through the days of joining all the randomly named groups. Oh Do you remember the gosh. flare boards? Oh. You don't remember the flare, flare board? You had, it was like a digital bulletin board. You know how over on the left or whatever now you have, like, your top pictures? You can, like, yeah. curate those. Well, this is like a bulletin board looking thing over there. You know, these little circle, like, pins on the bulletin board for, like, all the different things that you liked. And you could only have, like, a certain number. So you'd have to, like, take some off and put others on. So it was like, oh, you know. I did not even you had know this sports was a thing. Team. Oh, yeah. And I remember when they added the status thing. Like, Bethany is. Yes. And then you had to fill it in. Yes. So 
Remember when they didn't have a um, dislike or a thumbs down button that you just had to like or comment on everything? Yes. And then people. There was no reaction. Yeah. No one wanted to like sad posts, but that was your only way of acknowledging it. Yes. Or poking people. Do you remember? That was like guy's lame way of flirting with oh. me. Like, I'm gonna poke her on Facebook. Yeah. I'm like, oh, nice. Spoiler alert, we didn't think it was cool then, yeah. and it's still not cool now. No. Is Whatever, any... what is the equivalent now? I don't even know if there is one. Yeah. Having a crappy pickup line and a DM, that's probably Probably. <laughs> and we think the same thing about those as we did yes, the we other. Do. So. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> so. I realize that's part of why I, you know, we joke about, I don't ever post pictures of people on Instagram. Because whenever I post a picture of me or whoever, I am immediately starting to get like DMs from these random people. I don't put hashtags on posts anymore either because you get like, it's just ridiculous. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to these creepy guys. Okay. Moving on. Enough of that. But yeah, I just wanted to go back down the the Facebook memory lane. (laughs) You are good. Okay. What is your favorite Netflix binge? Oh goodness. Okay. So I feel like this is a difficult question in that are we talking all time here yes the office okay hands down mine would be <laughs> the office or friends i'm well, really friends is gone so. i know but it used to be yeah and then i took it down i would go back and forth but off the office was definitely my favorite yeah i went to the um i went to an office trivia night the other night oh my gosh and realized quite quickly how little i actually know about the office i mean i've watched it through probably four or five times which yeah. is embarrassing to say at least that many times but then they had the most random questions that's what you were telling me like like okay dwight's porcupine let's put this out there don't google it but how many of you guys know the name of dwight's pet porcupine i don't i didn't even I remember didn't, he had a pet porcupine. thank you very much well he did Apparently. In what season? I don't remember. It's I think it's like mentioned in one episode. Oh gosh. Yeah, so that's... anyway, if you know this without googling it, DM send us. us an email or DM or something, something. because yeah, Tell that's my all time favorite. I love Friends. I binged Gilmore Girls. I never watched Gilmore Ooh, Girls when it was on TV. Me either Gilmore Girls so, was a good binge. Gilmore Girls was a good one. But then I also I'm like an old lady, so I also love the Great British Baking Show. <laughs> Yes. If we're talking, yeah, it's kind of a running joke. I basically just watch the Food Network. Yes. At home. Like, I have so many episodes of Chopped on my DVR right now. It's not even funny, but that's what I love to watch. So. That actually takes us into our next question. Okay. So, Bethany, with all your Food Network watching, do you cook? And, if so, what's your favorite thing to make? I do cook. And I enjoy cooking. It sounds so pitiful. It's just really hard to cook for one person. Okay, I was talking to Lauren about this the other night. I don't know how to portion well. Because it doesn't matter how little you make. It's always extra. Yeah, and I like it a couple of times, but then I'm over it. Yeah. And so I end up just going out. I really need to try one of those like food delivery things. Those are so Um, great. And I want to just get... Yeah, understand me in a nutshell. I want to just use all my email addresses and use the like, because they're doing all the influencers now have like $100 off your first four boxes of like Home Chef or whatever. Yeah. So I kind of just want to try a trial of that for like. You should. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um, But I've never been able to like coordinate it to where I'm like actually out of food and need to order it. It's mm. always off to where I'm like, oh, yeah. if I order this now, I'm not going to eat it. Yeah. 
but that's one of my things for 2020 is I want to yeah. try that because I feel like it's healthier. Yeah. They're so It's obviously good. healthier than going out. And I think Home Chef has the ones that are like oven ready now. Mm-hmm. Like they you do. literally just pop it in the oven. Yep. So I really want to try that. But I do enjoy cooking. But if we're talking about my favorite things, that would be like in the baking yeah. category. Your snickerdoodles. Snicker. I love to bake snickerdoodles. Those are my favorite cookies. Oreo truffles. Of course, that's not actual baking. But it's <laughs> it's assembling. They're yes, good. Yes, that. Yeah. Um, cakes, pies. I always am experimenting with something. Yeah, with the baking yeah. side of things. Yes. Yes. What I, about you? Tell us about your cooking. I have started cooking more recently. Then you food poisoned yourself. Then I gave myself food poisoning, <laughs> uh, which is funny because my favorite thing to make is Mexican food. Yes. But I made myself tacos and got food poisoning. Which I still can't figure out how. It's not like you've never done it before. No, I think what happened, because I freeze my ground beef as soon okay. as I buy it, so it'll last longer. Yeah. I thawed it, and I think oh. I thawed it and left it too long. A, a little bit too long. Because oh. I only left it for like two days. Yeah. But I think it's like you've got to thaw it and then immediately eat it. And I think I let it sit too long and... Gotcha. Y'all, I've never had food poisoning. That was miserable. I've only ever had it once. I think I lost 14 pounds in like 24 hours. <sighs> it was terrible. Yeah. It was absolutely terrible. So... You always hear people talk about, oh my word, I was so sick. I just wanted to die. And I've always thought, how can you be yeah. that... I was. Yeah. I was like, oh, I see what people are talking about. I wasn't like as bad as... Like, I've had the really bad kind of the flu that was probably the worst I've ever been sick, but I hate the feeling of nausea more than anything on this planet. And I I won't give you all the details, but it was terrible. (laughs) But I do like to cook. I am cooking more over the past couple months since I've kind of changed some of my eating habits. Um, But, uh, yeah, Mexican food would probably be my favorite thing to make. Tacos, quesadillas, nachos. I'm making a Southwestern spaghetti squash bake. This weekend that I'm very excited about. You have to let me know how that is. I will, for sure. Spaghetti squashes are huge. Yeah, they are. I didn't realize how big they were. But I'm excited to try that. That sounds fun. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's one of those things that I'm like, I'm an adult. I'm a grown-up now. Like, I can feed myself. Yes. I was reading a cookbook last night while I was watching The Bachelor. I'm like, I am a grown woman. Like, (laughs) this is... Trashy TV and cookbooks. Yes. This is great. (laughs) Oh, I love it. That's hilarious. Okay, couple more questions. Okay. Okay, are you the oldest, youngest, or middlest sibling in your family? <laughs> and do you live near your family or your parents and or parents? You answer this one first. I feel like you ask okay. all the questions and I answer them all first. So let's switch it up a little. Okay, so I love telling this answer because it's, it's not complicated, but it's complicated. <laughs> so I am one of five children. Three of us are biological. So I am the oldest of the biological children. Okay. However, we adopted two of my siblings when I was 14 and my adopted sister is five months older than me. So technically I'm second. (laughs) Yes. I also just kind of kept the role as the oldest sibling, even when we adopted. Um, Yeah. So, and there's a whole backstory behind that that I won't get into the details, but I'm technically the second of five. So it goes right now. It's 27, 26, 24, 21, and 19. Okay. the ages. Yeah. So yes, big family. And I do live pretty close to my parents, like 40 minutes right yeah. now. Um, 
35, 40 minutes, depending yeah. on what time of day. If it's late at night, right? you can make it 30. If it's traffic, it's an hour. Um, but yeah, I still live. Hashtag ATL traffic. Seriously. But yeah. yeah, I live close to my parents, and my little sister still lives at home. Okay. And then... Um, I say okay, like I don't yeah, know this Yeah, stuff. no. And then I have a brother that's in the Navy. He's on his way to Japan right now. Oh, he's not there yet? No, he's still on the water. Good grief. And then my other brother lives in Tennessee. And then my Brett, older sister. You all know him. Yes, y'all know Brett. Yeah, duh. Y'all heard from <laughs> Brett. He lives in Knoxville. And then my sister still, my older sister still lives in Georgia. So we're kind of spread out, but then kind of local. Yeah. And that's my family. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. Now I, enlighten us on yours. You I am live the with oldest. One of yours. I do. I'm the oldest of four. You guys know Lindsay and Melanie because yes. they've been on before. Lindsay and I are roommates. We live together. Um, actually live close to Kristen. Yes. What, 15 minutes 15 probably? Minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have an apartment. We've, so what, two and a half years probably? Yeah, two and a half years. And we're finally getting a new fridge. Did I tell I you heard. that? I heard. That's so exciting. <gasps> Y'all. They've been needing a new fridge for like literally the entire time they lived two and a half years living in this apartment. And for two of those years, our fridge has not worked properly. It is a saga. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. That's going to be so great. It's good. Yes. Life sounds so dumb, but y'all, it has been a mess. Okay. So there's the three of us girls, and then we have a younger brother, Steve, who is 20, oh man, he'll be 25. Yeah, him and Brett are the April. same age. Yeah, they're the same. So he lives in Florida, he builds boats. So yeah, and I live close, I guess probably, I think I'm a little closer to my parents than you are mm-hmm. to yours. It's probably about 30-ish minutes, 30, 40 minutes, depending on how you go, really. Mm-hmm. Which, I, well, I feel like that's the perfect distance. I absolutely adore yes. my parents. But I love that they're not next door. Yeah, Does well, that make sense? Yeah, because <laughs> I told my mom when I first was planning, was getting ready to move out, she was like, oh, there's these cute little apartments like 15 minutes from us. I was like, mom, if I'm going to live that close to you, I'm just going to stay living with you because it's free. <laughs> yes. Like, if I'm going to move, I need it to be substantial yeah. enough that it's like a little bit of a trip uh-huh. to come home because yeah. then I can't justify moving out. Yes. So that, in my mind, I'm like, I need at least half an hour. Yes. And I it's love been about 40 minutes. that I can pop over whenever it's no big deal they can come over but then there's definitely kind of like we talked about what last week in the Q&A mm-hmm. about honoring your parents and that transition to like being on your own and being an adult I think that little bit of separation helps with that otherwise yeah just stay at home yeah like exactly you're good it's yes. much cheaper yes which seriously prices around here I've thought I'm like maybe I should move back in <laughs> I told my mom like what would you like, do if I wanted to move back home she's like you might be the only kid that I would let do that. <laughs> my dad tries to get us to every other week. He's oh like, you know, we gosh. have empty bedrooms and yes. it's cheap. <laughs> no, I love, I love my parents. Me They're great. Too. They're wonderful. So. We're trying to figure out a way to get our parents on the podcast. Yes. So. I really think we've got several couples. I want to say adults every time. Grown ups. <laughs> who I'm we want to interview. Just people who are married who this whole dating thing has worked for them mm-hmm. so I think we're gonna try to do that next season we just gotta figure out how yeah. I'm thinking maybe we need to do I don't know instead of well, having a couple per episode because there's so many couples we want to talk to divide it up a little bit more yeah and figure out you know a question or two here and there I agree but yes that's in the works you guys all right couple more questions are you a night owl or a morning person Bethany a night owl same and like if left to my own devices Okay, yeah. Like, my ideal schedule would be, I'd be up till 2 every Same. night. And then sleep till 10 or 11. Yes, thank you. Um, Which I know, I sound like the worst, like, single millennial, whatever. 
because people are always like, oh, yeah, but you don't have kids. I'm like, I realize that. That's why this would be my ideal schedule. I'm not trying to be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> people always bring that up. And I'm like, I'm not trying to make this <laughs> into a big thing. The life I'm in right now, so yeah. I'm going to enjoy it if I can do that. So that would be my ideal schedule. I have yet to find a boss that that schedule worked for them. Um, so I am forced into more of a morning role. And I'm also really lazy. Like if I try to go to the gym after work, that ain't going to happen. So it has to be before. So I'm a very grumpy morning person right now. Yes. More or less. Uh, yeah, I can get on board with that. I, I, don't, love... I don't like coffee. So I can't even have oh, that to like wake me up in the morning. It's, that's sad. It's really bad. It is. I literally just made my coffee tonight because I'm trying to give myself incentive to get yeah. up earlier in the mornings because I have gotten to the point now where I have a nightly routine that I really enjoy. Yeah. And I'm like, if I had a morning routine that I enjoyed, oh. I think I would get up. But I just hate I getting up in the do morning. I do that too. Yes. So I'm trying to figure that out. But I'm most definitely a night owl by default. Yes. I would love to be a morning person, but I'm going to have to train myself. Oh, and so. I've tried. Yeah. I've gotten to the point and where I was for a while and then I stopped. It doesn't take much either. No. It's like two nights and I'm like, oh, I well, like this. Well, and the this. holidays are always terrible because mm-hmm. I stay up till two in the morning or three in the morning and then I sleep till 11. Yep. And then I come back to work and I'm like, oh, why did I do this? <laughs> yep. Oh, All right. man. Last question. Ready? Okay. This was a good question. You came up with this one. I'm glad you asked okay. this one. Um, we added Go us. one or two. Um, what is your word of the year for 2020? You answer this one first. Okay. I've answered all the others first, except okay. for that one. <laughs> okay. My word for the year is hope. Oh, I like that. Now, full disclosure, I um, did not want this to be my word yeah. for the year because, and I had a lot of prayers and journaling um with the lord about this one because i'm like (laughs) i don't want hope to be my like no because what if i like what if hope is my word and i get to this time next year yeah or just this time next year and what i was hoping for Mm. still didn't happen like yeah but there's this there was a lot of okay lord because the word i try to take note Normally, it's like the last quarter of a year. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, what are some things that have been themes throughout this year? What are some words that just keep coming to my attention? What are some verses that have been kind of consistent? And hope was this consistent, very consistent theme. But there was a little bit of reluctance yeah. on my side of like, I I don't want to have hope be my word and then be disappointed at the end of it. Maybe and the point of it is to take it from hoping for something to hoping in something. Mm-hmm. That's what I have a feeling it's going to be. Because <laughs> it's, you I know, keep reading Hebrews all... 11. It, that's literally the, the Assurance of things hoped for. But it's not this... I mean, I'm not telling you something you don't know. I no, realize. No, 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 but no. It, just thinking about it, it's not this like pie in the sky. Oh, I really hope this happens. Mm-hmm. It's the thing you're hoping in, which is the Lord. Yeah. And he's good, even if that thing you hoped for doesn't come about. Yeah. And that is not a fun, in our human brains, mm-hmm. that's not a fun thing. That's no. a tough thing. It is. And that's honestly been the th- Hebrews 11 yeah. one was the verse that had kept coming up. And 
I kind of studied the word hope one night and went a very deep dive into like Greek and the Hebrew and the, the meanings and the usage and all of this like nerdy stuff. But the word that's used for hope, I can't remember, I think it's the Greek, I think, mm-hmm. is translated as confident expectation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not this wishy-washy, maybe, like, fingers crossed kind of yeah. thing. It's, no, you are confidently expecting, you are confidently expecting and anticipating what God is going to do. Whether that's what you want him to do or not. But like yeah. you said, and then also... I literally was praying the other day. I'm like, Lord, thank you that even when people or circumstances disappoint me, you never do. Yeah. And that's where I feel like this year is going to be this retraining of my mind Mm -hmm. of Kristen. If you put your hope in people, if you put your hope in your friends, if you put your hope in a guy, if you put your hope in your job or whatever else, at some point you are going to get disappointed. Whether it's detrimentally disappointed to where the relationship ends or whether it's just... This, I didn't really want this to happen, and now yeah. I did. You're going to get disappointed, but when you put your hope in the Lord, that will not happen. Yeah. He will not be the one that disappoints you. Yeah. I feel like I have learned, you know, we've talked about it for a year and a half now. And I think in the last six months, where are we in January? Six months, mm-hmm. I have learned firsthand what it means when we say, okay, you can't put your hope in a guy you can't put that on him you can't that's only in the lord because the guy will always disappoint and it's not in a not always in like an oh well disappointed and we broke up but like they're not perfect and i think i've seen that firsthand it's really easy to say but we've had to put that into practice i think both of us (laughs) um probably learning that the hard way a little bit I'll speak for myself. I'll let you speak for yourself. No, I'm right there with you. And so, yeah, and still, but just talking about that through all of it, still hoping in him. So, yeah, I I like that. Okay, so mine, uh, last year, you know, mine was like willingness Mm -hmm. and just the theme of like being willing to do what the Lord wanted or be willing to give up sin or willing to serve or do or be just a willingness to do whatever the Lord wanted me to do. And that was tested over and over, I feel like. It's really cool when you hone in on that one thing, how the Lord uses that, I think. So then this year, my word is purpose, or like purposeful. Um, Kind of with like taking those things, the willingness theme, and then translating it into like, okay, being purposeful with your time. And like being really mindful how I spend time and what I use, whether it's thought time or tv time or you know i've just i know i for one will say oh i shouldn't have time i just i don't have any time i but then i stop and i'm like well i have plenty of time for my favorite netflix binge or whatever and there's nothing wrong with that but am i being purposeful with my time for the kingdom Mm -hmm. am i being purposeful in spending time in the word am i being purposeful in maximizing you know what i'm doing and saying for an eternal impact on something yeah you're being intentional yes yeah and that's really the theme but i i feel like that word is so overused it's like a hot and it's hot like this word but thing. word that's what i'm thinking yeah and i can't stand that it's like oh we'll just be intentional we're being really intentional about this and intentional about that and it just loses its meaning mm-hmm. it's like that person who sends you an email and everyone says urgent in the subject <laughs> yeah i used to have people not at my current job but at my old job every email i got from these people would say 
urgent. Urgent. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> and I literally had someone that got to a point where they put urgent, urgent when it was really important. Oh, like gosh. it had got like yeah. gotten to that point. And so I feel like the word intentional is like that. So I was really trying to find a word that was not that. Yeah. And so purposeful. And, you know, I love the verse talking about Daniel purposed in his heart. Like that's all like my whole life. That's just been a, a verse that's really informed how I make decisions. And so I want to be like Daniel, like mm-hmm. purposing in your heart and then following through, you know, it's new year, you know, all of that sort of thing. So really being intentional about yes. doing that. <laughs> so no, I love that. Purposeful. I like that your words are always like so off the wall. <laughs> Because that was another argument I had with uh, God when I was praying about my word. I'm like, this is the most cliche Christian word ever. Like, I don't want this to be my word. Like, I want something cool. Like, like purposeful. <laughs> or like, um, oh, what was it? Oh, Annie Downs, one of her words was surprise. I'm like, ooh, that's a fun one. How's that your word of the year? She would, it was like the very end of her last book. So I'm hoping her next one, she's going to talk about it. But she did talk about that, that she felt like that was her word. And it was immediately, her immediate reaction was that she got skeptical. She was like, oh, you're going to surprise me with something, but it's going to be bad because I'm not going to expect something and then something's going to crash and burn and it's going to shock me because I was expecting it to go a different way. Yeah. And she she told me, not told me, she didn't tell me. (laughs) She's in her audio book, so it sounded like she told me. That's hilarious. But... She talked about seeing her counselor and talking to her counselor about it. And her counselor was like, you're immediately assuming this has a negative connotation. Your mindset is totally in the wrong space around it's, this. Yeah. It's like, what is this saying about how you view God? Yeah. And that's yeah. exactly what she said. And she's like, I had to totally reframe. Like, you could be wanting to surprise me with something amazing and totally off the wall and more than I ever thought could even come my way. Yeah. But, but then, even if you don't. I feel like so often that's a true test. This year I'm reading through the Bible, but doing a chronological reading plan. Have you ever done that? No, I haven't. I am reading through the Bible this year, but I'm not going chronologically. Yeah, so I read like the first 11 chapters of Genesis, I think, and now I'm reading through Job. Okay, yeah. And then I'll go back to the end of Genesis. So anyway, though, the verse in Job 13 that says, Though he slay me, yet I will trust in him. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think scripture was written to certain people at certain times and it meant certain things so what that meant like when job says that is very different than you or me like yeah you have to be careful but like the principle being think of all that job was going through and he's saying i will still trust the you know and he had said god kill me now basically Mm -hmm. before that but like just thinking through whether it's hope or whether it's purple you know there's a Hoping, even if the worst happens, I will trust in him because mm-hmm. I know who my hope is in. Yeah. But then also that purposeful thought behind like everything could go horribly wrong, but I will purpose and I will choose that I will trust mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. And kind of like the talking about with her with like surprise, like she, there may be, who knows what that means. Yeah. But are you deciding now to trust in the Lord? Yeah. And I just love that we've started doing this whole, like, word of the year thing. Because it was really cool, too. This is the last thing I say, I promise. We're talking about <laughs> hope and purposeful, purposefulness, purpose. It's purpose is purpose. fine. Okay, one of those. But when I was reading about hope, it was talking about, the commentary I was reading was linking how Paul described hope, and he was using it in, um, 
relation to the word boldness. Mm. And it was talking about how, like, hope takes boldness. Well, I'm, like, looking into boldness. It's courage. It's courage. Yep. Which was my word of the uh-huh. year for last year. So it was this really cool thing, the realization of, like, he just took me through a whole year of growing me in my courageousness. I definitely yeah. feel like I can use that word to describe myself <laughs> now. I don't feel like I would have used it two years ago. Yeah. But all these things that God has tested me into, like, develop more courage in me and it may be to set me up like you know what Kristen is going to take courage for you to hope a little bit but I've prepared you for this yeah and now we're going to go another year and yes this is going to be your word whether you like it or not and you're going to see what I'm going to do this year whether it's what you wanted whether it's what you think will happen or not and at the end of it I'm still good yeah and that's just this like you were saying this reminder of trusting him and he is worth trusting in he's worth believing in he's worth having faith in regardless of outcomes regardless of circumstances regardless of the people around you and that's something that we can rest in so i love that me too we'll give y'all like an update at the end of the year of like how our how our words uh panned out portrayed themselves throughout the year there's a it's a little scary it is, but then exciting not, at the same time. It is, and I, I, that's one of the things I like most about this is because, because I've, until last year, I'd never had a, I've never been a word of the year person. I just mm-hmm. never had. Yeah. But then I think it's just a cool way of like honing your focus, and I see God's hand in so much more than I did before. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like in a hokey way, but I mean, I'm more conscious of yeah. seeing that you're, and just seeing his faithfulness, and yeah. it's really cool. Because you're looking for it. Yes. So, Yeah. Y'all, if you don't have a word for the year, it's not too late. You should. So, and if you pick one, then let us know. We'd love to hear about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all that the is questions enough about we got. Us. Yeah, that's a lot more than you probably signed up for, but that is your bonus get to know your hosts episode. There you go. So, hopefully, you guys have a little bit of more of a peek into who we are and our motivations behind what we do. What we do and why we say the things we say and all that jazz. So have a great weekend. We will be back on Wednesday with another Q&A episode. But until then, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. Mm-hmm.